Friends in Christ, I suspect that for most of us, there's a love-hate relationship with drama. That drama is something we love to see on TV or to watch dramatic scenes in the movies. But when it comes to our personal lives or family life, we really don't appreciate drama. We don't want drama in the workplace. We don't want to see it coming up to disturb our personal lives. The readings for this weekend in the Old Testament and in the New are dramatic. So you have the prophet Elijah in our first reading this weekend. Elijah is a man who was called by God to confront the king of Israel for his idolatry. King Ahab and his wife Jezebel. In fact, Elijah confronts the nation for the sin of idolatry, something that could take his own life. And in the scene just before the one we listened to in the first reading this weekend, Elijah confronts 450 of the prophets of the false god Baal. And so they've been leading the people away from the one true God. And Elijah calls them out like something in a movie. He says, you take a bull, prepare it for sacrifice, place it on the altar. I'll do the same. And you and I will call on our own God. You can call on Baal all you want. I'll call on the God of Israel. And whoever sends down fire to consume the sacrifice is the one true God. And they agree. And sure enough, day and night, the false prophets of Baal call out and nothing happens. Until Elijah calls upon the God of Israel and fire comes down from the heavens and consumes that sacrifice before all the people. Now, Elijah anticipates that in that moment, the people will return to the practice of their faith. But that's not what happens. The whole thing gets fired back on him. (laughs) He, He immediately is the center of the attention of Jezebel. She says, by this time tomorrow, you will be dead. She sends out a squad to go after him. And so he's running for his life. And that's where we find him in the first reading this weekend. He's running for safety. And on the top of Mount Horeb, where God has spoken to Moses and gave him the Ten Commandments, Elijah is waiting for a word from the Lord. He's desperate to hear from God. And the Lord says to him, Stand on the top of the mountain, and I will appear before you. And at that moment, we hear of these dramatic things that happen. That there was a wind violently crushing the rocks on the top of the mountain, but God wasn't in the wind, we're told. There was an earthquake, and God wasn't in the earthquake. There was fire, and God wasn't in the fire. Until finally, Elijah hears a tiny 
whispering sound, the still, small voice of God. And that is the word of the Lord for him. That God doesn't work in the drama. He's not in all the distractions. He's in the silence. He's in the solitude. He's in the calm. And that's the message for us this weekend. In our gospel, there's this violent storm on the Sea of Galilee. The disciples are being tossed about by the waves. They're about to go under. They're fearful for their lives. But we discover that God at that moment is not in the storm. Like Elijah, he's on the mountain. Jesus is alone with the Father in prayer. And from that place of prayer, he comes to them. He calms the storm. And in that moment, we're told, they began to offer him homage, recognizing that he was the Son of God. They worshipped him. Our worship of God comes from the calm. Our love for God comes from the silence. That is the real drama that we're called to live in the Christian life. The Catechism of the Catholic Church says the drama of prayer is fully revealed to us in the Word who became flesh and dwelt among us. The drama of prayer is fully revealed to us in the Word who became flesh and dwells among us. Are we taking time to encounter that word and to listen to him? Are we able to spend time alone with God and let him transform and renew our spiritual lives? I would suggest this weekend, there are three ways that we're called to do that. First and foremost, fidelity to God in prayer. Fidelity. To be faithful each and every day. For 15 minutes a day, maybe 30 minutes, we can find that time for God. We ask for the grace every day when we don't feel like it, when we feel overwhelmed, especially in those moments when the drama of life seems overwhelming. That's when we need to be faithful to God in prayer, fidelity. Secondly, faith. Do you and I believe that God is there when we set aside time to be with him in prayer? Do we really believe that he hears us and listens to what we say? Do we really believe that he wants to speak to the silence of our hearts? The Catholic faith says, yes, he is there. He does listen. He does speak. Fidelity. Faith. And finally, friendship. Friendship with God, that we seek the things that God loves. We desire to reject the things that God rejects. We seek this intimate friendship with him. St. Teresa of Avila says, Prayer for me is nothing more than being alone with the one my soul loves and the one whom I know loves me. That is prayer. She sought friendship with God 
and cultivated it. One of the more endearing images that she offers for us is prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane. And so she says, you know, in Gethsemane, he's alone. All of his friends have abandoned him. The three that he brought with him are asleep. He's tired. He suffers through that agony of surrendering his soul to the Father before the crucifixion. She says, he could never possibly reject me. So it's, it's a perfect spot to sneak in close to Jesus and to be his friend, to console him, to speak with him, to listen to what he might say to you. What a beautiful image for growing in friendship with Christ. How is God calling us to a deeper relationship with Jesus in our lives of prayer? Because in the words of the Catechism, the drama of prayer is fully revealed to us in the Word who became flesh and dwells 